Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this week's episode, I'll be talking about the quarterback situation in New England, what to expect from Mac Jones in his first year as the starter over there, as well as what becomes of Cam Newton now that he's been released. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, folks, let's talk about the quarterback situation up there in Boston with the New England Patriots. As we know, um, Cam Newton, he's out. He, um, they gave him his formal release from the team, and they have went with the kid, Mac Jones, their 15th pick in the first round of this year's draft out of Alabama, uh, making it uh, a week one with three Alabama starters um, for their prospective teams, at, as in uh, Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Hurts for Miami and for uh, Philly. So, Mac Jones, he is obvious he impressed Bill Belichick. To the point where, um, and he's taking advantage of his opportunities. Um, the situation with Cam was, he's still not vaccinated. He had COVID last season, which affect his play, I felt. And uh, the kid went in there and uh, with those three practices that Cam Newton missed, he, he wowed the coaching staff, so... Um, and then we saw in the preseason games itself, he went uh, 36 of 52 passes, 36 completed, 389 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. Um, it seems that each, each of the drives he had at least led to some type of score. So, um, yeah, so... Look here, this kid is a lunch pail type of kid, and I'm sure Belichick sees a lot of Brady in this kid. So, what I will say is that first year that he has at the helm, being the starter, will resemble very much Brady's first year um, as a starter. Uh, Brady in his first year. He had um, 2,800 over 2,800 yards passing, 18 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Um, and by the way, he went uh, 11 and three record-wise in that uh, span. So um, yeah, so I that's pretty much the numbers I expect from Mac Jones. Bill Belichick will not put him in a situation where he's flinging it all over the field. This will be a run dominated team with, uh, with a shored up defense. Um, although, you know, the situation with, uh, Stefan Gilmore, uh, being on the pup, uh, as the season begins, doesn't help, but, uh, they still have a solid defense nonetheless. So, uh, so that is what you'll see. 
Uh, Mac Jones will manage the game. He'll get his throws in when he can, but um, I'm not looking for him to throw 30 touchdowns in his first uh, season as a rookie. I don't see that. I don't see Bill Belichick um, putting that kind of trust in him to run an offense that way. So he will be managed. Um, He will be uh, very low risk. Uh, I see now the odds for rookie of the year now have shifted. Uh, of course, Trevor Lawrence is the favorite, uh, seven to two odds, but Mac Jones odds has increased. He's now a five to one favorite. Um, so yeah, but I, I don't see him edging out Lawrence or even Najee Harris at this point, who I think will have a strong rookie year as well. So, um, so nonetheless, this kid will, you know, he'll again, manage the game and, uh, not put the ball in harm's way. So, and he has a juicy matchup the first week of the, the season where he faces his old, uh, teammate, uh, Tagovailoa. Um, they faced Miami in week one. So right out the gate, um, the kid's gonna, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll see some competition this first week out. So, and of course they did the wise thing and bringing in a guy like Brian Hoyer. He's a guy who won't rock the boat. He'll come in, he'll support the kid. He'll, you know, um, impart his, uh, jewels of wisdom on him so he won't be a threat to mac jones even if mac jones were to struggle um the kid will be just fine with a guy like hoyer uh supporting him um you know hoyer's presence more likely is if the kid got hurt then you probably go with uh brian hoyer but um but hoyer will be a a support for this kid so um so that's what I see from him in his first year. Uh, nothing too outlandish, nothing too crazy. And remember, too, Bill Belichick had the same decision back in 20 years ago, in fact, um, between Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. He he went with Bledsoe. He went with the veteran. Two games in, uh, he gets... Um, Drew Bledsoe gets injured in a jet game, nonetheless. Uh, Mo Lewis came in there and rocked his world, and um, and enter the Tom Brady era. So, <laughs> if, if if the Jet fan have something to cry over, uh, the fact that uh, you know, they, them their guy uh knocking out Drew Bledsoe opened the door for the Tom Brady era. So, um, but. Belichick did not want to make the same mistake twice. So he said, you know what? Let's go with the kid. So um, so hats off to Belichick for having the guts to do that. Um, now for Cam Newton. What becomes a Cam Newton now? Cam Newton, well, let's review what he did last year. 32, over 3,200 yards of total offense. Um, and he had eight passing touchdowns against 10 interceptions, not great, but he did have 12 rushing touchdowns. So 
at this point, you have to ask the question, is Cam Newton better than a third of the quarterbacks starting in the NFL? I'm sorry to say, I have to say no. Even with, you know, the rookies that's going in there, you know, of course, you know, these are guys of a lot of promise and so forth. Is he better than a Jarrett Goff? I say no. Is he better than a Sam Darno? I say no. So, um, there's very few situations he can go into where, you know, and the fact is this, you can't have Cam Newton as your backup to a kid like Mac Jones. His presence is just too large. So, um, yeah, so, and that, you know, that, that would be a hindrance to the locker room as well. Not to say that Cam Newton is a guy who rocks the boat. He's been a great citizen since he's been in the NFL. Enough, nothing to speak of. So um, it's just that he carries such a large personality that it can swallow up a room. So, um, yeah. So probably Cam will... Because all the rosters are established now. So, Can's best opportunity is if a guy goes down. And then, um, you know, the backup is the next man up. Your third quarterback probably isn't all that great. Then you bring in a guy like Cam Newton. But um, right now, I don't see a situation he could walk into and start right now. Even as bad as people are making the Houston situation be. Of course, with uh, Deshaun Watson probably being suspended and uh, Tyrod Taylor being the starter there. So even in that situation, I don't see Cam walking in the door becoming the starter. So I actually thought the perfect opportunity for him. See, Cam has to go to a situation where the his personality isn't larger than the starting quarterbacks. So... Yes, very few situations where that's the case. My ideal situation would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. He would go in there. He would, um, because right now that quarterback room outside of Big Ben is a little shaky. Dwayne Haskins didn't uh, stand out from the crowd. You have Mason Rudolph there. But, um, yeah, to me, um, Pittsburgh will be the perfect situation. He, It could be a situation where, kind of like uh, Jameis Winston, where he gets a year to sit, learn the offense, learn, you know, um, what's required of him. And then, um, you know, if, if Big Ben were to play this year out and then retire, he could seamlessly, um, you know, challenge for the starting quarterback situation over there in Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is a perfect situation for him. I was, I know I heard rumblings about Dallas. Okay, fine. You want to deal with Jerry Jones and his shenanigans there. Um, be a great support to Dak Prescott, although um, Jerry Jones gave raving reviews to Cooper Rush, who's the backup quarterback over there. But... Um, do you want the Dallas situation? And Dallas is high pressure anyway, any way you slice it. So, um, and if he were to go there, I 
think you have to downgrade just about all those receivers, man, because um, I don't see Cam Newton supporting those three guys, uh, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup. So, um, yeah, so to me, the absolute perfect situation would be going to the Steelers, having that year to sit down, kind of, you know, survey what's going on in that organization with those guys. And then, um, you know, if Big Ben were to hang it up, you, you can kind of almost seamlessly go in there, challenge fairly for the uh, starting job, and perhaps get it. So um, I understand Denver is another situation that was being talked about, but I, I, I don't see them over there either. Um, they kind of still um, like Drew Luck. Um, you brought in Teddy Bridgewater. I know that's not going to wow a lot of people, but Teddy Bridgewater is a guy who won't, you know, he's not going to wow you. He'll make the plays he needs to make. Um, I know the situation wasn't good for him in Carolina, but um, he was able to support uh, two wide receivers over there and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. So, um so that there's a lot of promise for Jerry Judy over there, as well as Court, Cortland Sutton, those two wide receivers. So, um, yeah, I just don't see Cam Newton going in, into that situation either. So, um, again, it has to be a place where um, the quarterback is a large enough personality that Cam Newton can kind of sit and learn. So, um so pretty much that's how I see the situation there in um, New England with what went down. So um, it'll just be interesting to see what the season brings for the Patriots and what happens in the future for Cam Newton. So my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zell at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.